thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In this age of technology, we often forget what it was like before we had computers in our pockets. Pastor J.D. talks to us today about how mandatory vaccinations and technology have played perfectly into the devil's plans. Nevertheless, God has a talent for turning what's meant for evil into something glorious and good. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 5th, 2021. Back in 2017, my oldest son started teaching me about blockchain technology and blockchain miners, mining. Blockchain miners are a network of users with very powerful computers all over the world solving extremely complex computational math problems using an enormous amount of electricity and energy. Blockchain mining involves adding and verifying transactions to the existing blockchain ledger of transactions distributed among all users of a blockchain. Mining involves creating a hash of a block of transactions that cannot easily be forged, protecting the integrity of the entire blockchain without the need for a central system. These blockchain miners install and run a special blockchain mining software that enables their computers to communicate securely with one another. Once a computer installs the software, joins the network, and begins mining cryptocurrency, it becomes what is called a node. Together, all these nodes communicate with one another, and process transactions to add new blocks to the blockchain. Let me say it this way. Everything is verified by solving these extremely complicated computations mathematically. And once it's verified and authenticated, the block is then added to the blockchain. That is what blockchain technology is. It is a verification system to authenticate and validate that the signature on those transactions and that data is accurate and valid. Okay? Pastor J.D., with all due respect, that 
made absolutely no sense whatsoever. Okay, just a moment. Help me, Lord. I, I've been asking you all morning, all week actually. But <laughs> So with cryptocurrency, as it is right now, when a transaction is implemented, and somebody wants to buy and sell cryptocurrency, it has to be validated and authenticated. So you have all of these computers, very powerful computers, they use a lot of energy by the way. They have to hash and arrive at this key, this number, in order to authenticate that the data is valid. And whatever that data is, it doesn't have to be a cryptocurrency exchange. The blockchain technology can be used for anything that requires verification. This World Health Organization announcement and guide of the implementation of a digital certification using blockchain technology, do you know what that is? They're going to take this blockchain technology that is currently being used with smashing success, I might add, in the cryptocurrency world, and they're going to take that same technology and they're going to use it as a system of verification of vaccination. So there's no fraud. There's no way to get around it. Because once that block has been added to the blockchain, it's done. It's verified. You have a digital signature, and you are verified. And hang in there. Instead of these powerful computers mining the data, the cryptocurrency, and being awarded with cryptocurrency for solving these mathematical problems? Well, this patent means that the software to do that, and the energy to do that, is in the body. Let me say that again because of the way you're looking at me right now. This is why it is, by the way, that Moderna, on their website, calls their vaccine the software of life. It's a software. It's a software. So right now, with blockchain technology, as it relates to cryptocurrency, they have these massive, by the way, you can, you can buy one of these and mine cryptocurrency if you want, and try to make some money on it. Um, you'll need about $40,000 for an entry-level computer that has the capability because the amount of computations per second that is required, and the more that is mined, the more complex it gets and the longer it takes. Right now, in terms of Bitcoin, it takes about 10 minutes on average to solve one block that is added to the chain and mine cryptocurrency. So they have these mining farms, which are basically like you would imagine a farm to be, only these are computers <laughs> in these farms. And they use massive amounts of energy because of the computing power that is needed. Well, wouldn't you know that the power and the energy that God created in the human body 
it can do the same thing. We just need to get the operating system installed. And then once it's installed, well, we've got to connect it to the network. And then once the software is installed in the body, and then it's connected, the body, the person is connected to the network, then the body can start mining this crypto. Oh, and by the way, we'll, we'll pay you accordingly. <laughs> no, I forgot to tell you the fine print here. See, this blockchain technology, this cryptocurrency, is such that you're going to be connected to the network, and if you want to go into the store, you got to be scanned. First you have to be verified and authenticated. And then once you're authenticated and verified, all that data is in that blockchain. So you go into the store to buy spicy ahi poke. <laughs> there is going to be spicy ahi poke in heaven. I'm, con I'm convinced of that. But, and you go in there, and then you go to the counter, you know, you get, I get two pounds, Foodland, two pounds. <laughs> One pound, not enough. No rice, that's the carbs, doesn't need that. Just give me the ahi. So two pounds, you know, you go to the counter, put it in. I say, you can go over a little bit if you want. It's just stuffing in there. They give me the container. They put the barcode on there, and then I go to the checkout counter. And as I go through the checkout counter, I don't have a card. No, I just scan my hand, my forehand, and it instantly, vis-a-vis -vis blockchain technology, tells that computer whether or not I have enough to pay for it. Or, actually, if my social credit score isn't high enough, they might embarrass me in front of everybody in the store and say, we have a problem at counter number three, you know. <laughs> you do not have enough to buy this. You're being penalized. Why am I being penalized? Oh. You posted misinformation on social media. How much should I get deducted? Yeah, basically everything. So you can't, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll have Auntie go buy the poke for me. No, you cannot. Because it's your unique digital ID. Everything will have a digital ID, not just everyone everything. And that technology exists today by way of this blockchain technology. Um, one more thing. I was talking with my son Elias about this, and actually we've been talking about this for years now, concerning this kind of technology. This is not human. You know, actually, if you, uh, and maybe you want to do this, start doing some of your own research on the origin, the genesis of Bitcoin. Apparently they have this guy, this name, nobody's met him, nobody knows if he exists, 
But apparently he's the one that invented Bitcoin and blockchain technology. Um, <laughs> my son was telling me that this is not just not human intelligence, nor is it artificial intelligence. This is satanic intelligence. Now stay with me on this. This is really important. Satan has imparted the intelligence to mankind because Satan knows about the human genome and DNA. And so he's imparted this intelligence and this technology to man for evil purposes. And I believe that's where this came from. This whole AI thing, my goodness, are you kidding me? You think man came up with that? No, these are demons. This is Satan that has imparted that kind of information and intelligence to man to carry out his purpose. What's his purpose? To destroy man and the image of man, because the image, key word, is the image of God, because God made man in his image. That's why the Antichrist will have his image. And those who worship him will do so in his image. They will worship his image. See, Satan wants to destroy man because man was made in the image of God. How's he going to destroy man? Well, he has to alter man's DNA so they are no longer man, human. They are transhuman. And by the way, this is the fourth industrial revolution, the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab. The fourth industrial revolution is to merge man with machine, right here. Where now man is not only man, but man has been merged with machine, connected to the network, the human DNA altered. And that's why those who receive this mark in the seven-year tribulation will be doomed, because they are no longer redeemable, because they're no longer human to redeem. Because Jesus became a man fully God, fully man, to die for man, to redeem man. And Satan knows that. So if he can alter the DNA of man, he got him. That's the plan. That's what this is all about. Let's get back to our uh, forest. <laughs> in that tree. Can we just step back? Okay, step back. Vaccination, verification, authentication, mandates. It's all right there in our face, in our face. I'm like, okay. Well, if that's in my face here, <laughs> you know what that means is 
right there. See, and, and interesting in our study in Hebrews, and I'm almost done, and I, I appreciate your patience with me. Hebrews 11 verses 1 through 3, you know the, these verses. Faith. What is faith? It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of that which is yet unseen. So here I am in front of this ugly tree, and I'm starting to really hate this tree. And so are you right now, right? <laughs> because it's just in my face, and it's keeping me from seeing. And if I would but step back from that tree of the here and now, and see with the eyes of faith, What's on the horizon? Okay, that changes everything. That changes everything. Because if this is in my face now, and it is, and it's in your face now too, then I know what's coming. Because the closer this is, that ugly tree, <laughs> the closer the forest of the rapture is. This brings me full circle to how we began concerning these aforementioned two different big pictures predicated upon the person of Jesus Christ. The big picture for the saved is the imminent rapture of the church. It's not the big picture of seven years of tribulation. This because the church of Jesus Christ has to be removed before the Antichrist is revealed. This is why we're not in the seven year tribulation. If we're in the seven year tribulation, we miss the rapture. And I promise you on the authority of God's Word, we didn't miss the rapture. Actually, if you're interested, back on August 9th of last year, we devoted the entire prophecy update to a teaching on the rapture. It's titled, Pre-Tribulation Rapture Proof. Proof. Seven proofs as to why it is that the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ absolutely must happen before the seven-year tribulation. Proof. You can prove it in Scripture. It's case closed. It has to happen before the seven-year tribulation. If it doesn't, let me just take it a step further, and we have some serious problems with the infallibility of God's Word. In fact, God forbid, but you better start tearing out pages in your Bible, starting all the way back in Genesis, by the way, and then Exodus, and then Leviticus, and then Numbers, and then Deuteronomy, and then Joshua, and then Judges, and then First and Second Chronicles, and First and Second Samuel, and First and Second Kings, and Esther, and Job, and Psalms, and Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes, and the Song of Solomon, and Isaiah, where we're at on Thursday nights, by the way, Jeremiah, all the way through. And you can't stop at the end of the Old Testament. You've got to start in Matthew again, start ripping out pages. Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. You have to take out the entirety of First and Second Thessalonians. You can't have that in your Bible. Oh, especially First Thessalonians. Are you kidding me? 
And then the book of Revelation, you got serious problems by the time, if you can make it that far, you're basically going to have the cover and the contents left. (laughs) Let me just say lastly, now is the time, and today is the day to get Jesus to people, and people to Jesus as fast as we can. You know what God is doing, in fact, I'm still praying and seeking the Lord about this, but God is bringing people to salvation because of this, in this, through this. The devil has meant it for evil, but God has meant it for good for the salvation of many this day. This is why we do these updates. This is why we end with the gospel. This is why we explain the simple ABCs of salvation, just an explanation of salvation. What's the gospel? The gospel is good news. The good news is that Jesus came and He died for you. And He was buried and He rose again on the third day. And it's even better because He's coming back one day. That's the good news of salvation in the person of Jesus Christ. What are the ABCs? Well, it's just a simple explanation of salvation. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned. See, unless and until you acknowledge that you're a sinner, you're not interested in a Savior. Romans 3.10 says there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 packages the bad news first with the good news. What's the bad news? Well, there's a penalty for sin. We've all sinned. So what's the penalty? Well, the wages, the penalty of sin is death. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. How does that work? Because that death penalty that you were sentenced to, He came down and carried out for you instead of you. That's what the word gospel means. Good news, your debt has been paid, you're free to go. That's what the word gospel means. The B, and this is central and key, is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, it could be said that it's simpler than ABC. It's as simple as B. The A is what brings you to the B to believe, and then out of the B comes the C to call. It's the expression of salvation. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. Jesus is returning. This fact is one we can get excited about, despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. 
He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. How soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor J.D. has created these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The Mideast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come, and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel, and you'll find a link to our page by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store, or follow the links provided at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. With this app, you can take the Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.